Hi everyone, Florence Bremer here. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all of this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. I do not have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This is Memorial Day weekend, and I have kind of a big announcement. This is our one-year anniversary for the Bonafide Legal Podcast. One year ago, Memorial Day, I started the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I started that weekend and did three podcasts to get used to speaking in a microphone, put some of my ideas out there, have some content right away. And since then, I've done a a podcast every weekend. Um, some weekends I've uh, reissued a podcast or did like a little bit of bonus content, but really have done brand new content every week. So thank you, all of you who've listened from the beginning. Thank you to ones who have joined along the way. I really appreciate it. This is one of the highlights of my week to be able to share what I've learned and what I'm doing to cope with having such a busy life. And hopefully, um, the tips help people and I always love from hearing from people and and hearing what they're up to and and what they're doing to cope. All right, I want to talk about um, Memorial Day weekend and I wish we always had a three-day weekend. They are glorious. Generally, Fridays um, are a lot quieter the um, Friday before Memorial Day and but sometimes um and these three-day weekends, you have a sort of a rush of stuff coming in where people are getting stuff out at last minute. And I had really, really been looking forward to Memorial Day weekend because I'm coming off of about a two-month period with a ton of court hearings. I've been in heavy court rotation. I have been everywhere. I have been in four different counties going to court. I had a wedding to attend a baby shower, which I threw also, a wedding shower, and multiple graduations. So not only has work been crazy, but just life in general has been crazy. Lots of things to celebrate. And my goal for the weekend was to have the most quiet weekend as I could. Because as I go into June, there's a lot going on. Um, my grandchild is going to be born pretty much any day. We're on baby watch. My daughter's carrying kind of low right now. The baby's in position to where he needs to be. So it's just one of those things where you never know. You know, the due date is June 11th. Will it be tomorrow? Will it be June 11th? Will it be two weeks after that? We don't know. So um, she definitely is hoping it's today. But um She's very uncomfortable, but the baby will come when the baby's ready. So on Friday was a day I didn't have any meetings scheduled, and um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I had was coming off of a week of a ton of meetings, a ton of court. Um, my associate 
um, was off for the day. My legal assistant was mostly off for the day, so I wasn't going to have any staff either. And I figured if there's any day that will be good for shutting down the office, this is it. Plus, I just had a, a ton of personal stuff to take care of. You know, things like going to Costco and um, my youngest daughter needed some clothes for the summer. Just all the things that you can't get to. So this was my plan for Friday. Got in in the morning, did emails, returned calls, and um, shut down the office. With the intent of coming back in the afternoon to return anything that seemed urgent, to finish emails for the weekend so I wouldn't have them piled up. Um, on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday, whenever I get to them, and go through the mail, you know, just little things, just to get ready for the week. Grab a file. I have an appeal that I'm working on, and I needed to grab the file. And I figured this would take me about an hour was my goal. Plus, I had to get payroll in. Payroll is Monday. Um, just like little things to get done before the weekend. So I got back to the office, I would say about 330 I ended up staying at the office till about 7.30 and then went home and had to work on some things until about 8 or 8.30. So Friday is not where I wanted to, to start. And it stressed me out so much that all I kept thinking was, well, this is my life and my goal for the summer is going to be just working 24 hours a day. I'm going to have to come in at 7 p.m. at night, excuse me one second, I have to cough. <coughs> My goal for the summer is going to be coming in at 7 p.m., working all night, going to court in the morning, then coming back after court and returning phone calls and emails. That's how frustrated I felt after Friday. And luckily, um, I got a good night's sleep on Friday, woke up Saturday, and was able to do my Saturday routine, which I'm figuring out is not that relaxing. Um, because I do take my long walk every Saturday. It's not I, I can't explain it. It's not relaxing because I'm not relaxing. But it definitely is therapeutic. It clears my head, it allows me to be in nature, it allows me to see greenery and see the birds and just have this quiet, feeling where I'm not attached to anything. I usually, probably the one thing that I don't know if I could give up because it, it's so part of my routine, but I listen to podcasts when I'm walking. So I'm not entirely disconnected from electronics, which means if I'm listening to podcasts, I also have my phone so people can call me. And, um, and you know, a lot of times while I'm walking, I'll hear from the kids and, and things like that. Although, um, this time of year, I start walking about 5 a.m., so I'm really not hearing from anyone too much. But when I walk later during the winter, definitely like the phone calls and stuff start up. And um, I come back and, and I'm tired, but I have a ton of stuff to do on Saturday. You know, getting my groceries, going to the library, um, running any other kind of errands like that. Um, but it, it just has to be done. I mean, you have to get stuff done in your life how else is it going to get done? But it made me reassess what my goals for the summer were. So Friday, I'm all down in the dumps thinking all I can do is work 24 hours. I'm coming up on a ton of 
one-day trials. I'm coming up on two jury trials during the summer. This summer is going to be outrageous. So I thought about and wrote down some goals for the summer, which did not include working 24 hours in a row. First of all, I feel like when I get back to work on Tuesday, I'm going to come in fresh. Not having court or meetings on Monday, hopefully is just refreshing my mind. I used to do this thing and, and it hasn't come up as so much anymore. But I'll tell you this during the time of the recession, from maybe like 2009 to 2014. Uh, and people were very, very stressed out. I would get a lot of requests for Saturday morning meetings and meetings on holidays, not Christmas Day, obviously, well, maybe not so obviously, not Christmas Day, but a lot of requests for Memorial Day or the 4th of July or Labor Day, because those were days where people were not working. And people were so scared about their jobs. And, and I think their employers were very stressed out, and they just weren't getting sort of regular time off. Um, even when I got those requests, there was a lot of times where I'd come in and the people wouldn't show up because once the Monday rolled around, they weren't getting up early and going and, you know, talking to an attorney about something. So I got stood up quite a bit. So generally, I am not going to schedule anything on Monday. It's a day where court can't be scheduled. Since I stopped, um, I don't know if everyone remembers, but for a long time, I used to do some judge pro tem work in the city of Scottsdale. And I did that for about 10 years and actually thought that at some point I would want to become a judge. And a couple of years ago thought, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I, Well, first of all, on the pro tem, you had to work four to five weekends per year. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when the weekends actually came and if I had a full court week, it was the biggest bummer in the world. Maybe not so much on Saturday, like Saturday would feel fine, you know. And then a lot of times, um, because it was Scottsdale, I would bring my kids and they would go have breakfast and I would be in jail court. That's what it was called, jail court. Um, and I would be in court and then I would either meet them at the end of their breakfast or they would have walked to the mall or took an Uber to the mall. And I would meet them there and, and we would spend the day together at the mall and maybe a movie. So I could make it actually kind of fun. Um, but then Sunday became the world's biggest bummer to have to get up super early on a Sunday when I was driving to court. Nobody was out on the road. And I realized how important just chillaxing on Sunday morning is to me. I know I'm kind of skipping around and, and missing my point, but um, I, I want just for a second, I want to talk about Sunday. So for the longest time, Sunday was, was just sort of a, a regular day where I would get up early. Um, for the longest time, I did walks on Saturday and Sunday. And what I was starting to realize was I wasn't getting any rest. There was not one day where I was sleeping in, or there wasn't a day where um, I was like, the first thing I had to do is like, get up, get in the shower, 
um, maybe review some documents before I go to court. On Saturdays, I was taking my walk. And there was not one day where I just got up and, and sat in my pajamas a little bit and had some coffee on the porch. And I thought, if this is if there's any day to do it, it's got to be Sunday. Um, because Saturday is my hustle day and Sunday is a day that I can relax. And if I stay in my pajamas all day, fine, which I usually don't, you know, somewhere around midday, I finally start getting a little bit motivated and, and feel like doing something because I have slept in. And I don't always sleep in like too terribly late. I think today I got up maybe 830. So it's not the like the latest time in the world. Oh, you know, there's been times that I've gotten up at 10. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, I'll get up at seven, and I'll feel like I slept enough. But it's the one day of the week where I don't have an alarm set. And, um, and again, it doesn't always work out like that. Sometimes, um, you know, Easter was a couple of weeks ago, and I had to get up early and get um, get the bagels and, you know, things like that. And sometimes I usually take um, my father-in-law to church on Saturday evening, because then that frees up my Sunday morning. But I, sometimes I can't, you know, something is going on like a couple of weeks ago and is the wedding. So I have to get up on Sunday and, and go to church. And I don't want to say I have to, like I get to, I get to go to church. This is important to me. I get to spend time with my father-in-law. That's important to me. So that is a, a big reason why I stopped the whole judge thing, because um, there was this requirement for working weekends. And I decided I didn't want to judge people. And I know that might sound crazy. This wasn't in Scottsdale. I'm not doing capital crimes. I'm not doing felonies. I'm not doing big cases with lots of money. Um, I'm not doing family law. It's misdemeanors and orders of protection and civil traffic. And I could see how much it bummed people out to get that ticket. And I didn't feel comfortable being on that side of the bench. I was more comfortable trying to help people through whatever they were going through and decided that's it. I'm not going towards being a judge. And like I said, for probably 10 or 15 years, um, I thought I would wrap up my practice at some point and then go be a judge, most likely city court. I wasn't really, um, I didn't really feel like I was headed down the superior court path. Um, or maybe the court of appeals was another, um, court that I was interested in, but like I said, I just didn't want to be on that side of it. I wanted to help people who came to me and needed help or try to help them. Um, it doesn't always work out how you hope. My whole big point in all of this <laughs> is as I was walking on Saturday morning, I started thinking about my goals for the summer. And my goals are very unlofty. Because as I said, when I left on Friday, and before I got a good night's sleep, all I could feel was stress of just, you're stuck working 24 hour periods, you'll never see the light of day, you're going to be in your office the whole time, you're going to have your nose stuck in a laptop, that will be your whole summer. A good night's sleep can really 
get you in a different mindset. And as I took my walk on Saturday and this morning as I relaxed, I really, really thought about what my goals were for the summer. So this morning I, um, I got up, it was, you know, a little bit before nine. I went and had coffee on the porch. Um, here's a tip. I don't know if other people suffer from this. I can't go anywhere without getting a ton of bug bites. I live in Arizona and there's not even that many mosquitoes, but if there's a mosquito 30 miles away, it is going to fly into my backyard and bite me. And, um, because this was pre, I hate being all showered and then putting bug spray on. It just feels so gross to me. So this was before I was getting in the shower. So I covered my legs with bug spray, covered my hands and wrists. That's where I get bit a lot. Um, I don't know if it's pulse points or what it is, but my hands and feet and um, behind my knees will just get bit up like crazy. So I put on the bug spray. I sat outside for a couple hours. It was glorious. I sat in the shade sometimes. I sat in the sun sometimes. I alternated between a couple of books and some magazines. And um, because I was feeling like this was such a relaxing morning, then I was starting to get motivated. Like maybe I'm going to do something today. I have a call into my sister-in-law to see if maybe she wants to go to the art museum or something later. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but it especially feels good because I don't have um, court tomorrow and most likely will have kind of a relaxing day for Memorial Day. So that's why when I started the podcast, I said, can't every single weekend be a three-day weekend? It would be so great. It would be so great. I um, have said this in previous podcasts, and I've read about it in, in mostly in other countries, in European countries, where they have a four-day work week, and then they're off usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What a difference that would make to change it from working four days and being off three. That almost makes it a half and half week as compared to working five and being off two. And most of the time, you're not even really off the two. Um, so if, if there's someone out there where I can put that as a vote into, I, you know, I want to do it. Um, I, with my court schedule, because court is Monday through Friday, I could just literally have it, you know, anytime between eight and five Monday through Friday, which means I could have an 8am hearing on Friday. I could have a four o'clock hearing on, um, Friday. I could have an 8am hearing on Monday. Like you just never know what you're going to get. And if there was one day of those where a, a hearing couldn't be scheduled, that would definitely change my life. So going back to my goals for the summer, number one, um, after Memorial Day, I, I know summer officially starts June 21st, but for a lot of people in our minds, it really starts the Tuesday after Memorial Day, or maybe the Friday before Memorial Day, when school is out in a lot of places. Arizona, we're out. I know, um, I think California and Illinois, I know for sure, just because I have experience with them, I think they have a little bit more time left. But if they're not out, they're getting there. So Tuesday, to me, feels like the first day of summer. And here's some goals that I have for the summer. Number one is keeping Friday light. I try to do this during the year. It's harder during the year, I find, than during the summer. A lot of attorneys and judges are in the mindset 
where they don't want to work Friday or if they do work Friday, they want to be done by noon. I'm going to try to keep that up myself. Um, it And a lot of it just has to do with it's consistent with what the rest of the legal community is doing. So I have to jump on board with that. And another thing that I try to do, which is during the whole year, but my goal for the summer is easing on in to Monday. I've said this before in prior podcasts is that the worst thing for me is to walk into the office on Monday morning and have a 9am hearing or not even be able to go to the office and head for court for her Monday morning hearing. It is so jarring after Sunday. It feels a ton better if I can start my first meeting at about one o'clock and then, um, you know, work through the through work through the afternoon. Um, I have, I've been thinking about a couple of trips, um, having trips going or even not even having a trip set, but having the prospect of, of setting a trip makes my life feel better. It, that anticipation is really delightful. I do have one trip set for the summer. It's a trip for June, um, California. I'm going for a a long weekend with my brother and my nephew and my daughter, and it will be just fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. I have a tentative sort of trip planned. I haven't booked anything. I haven't settled on a location, but I'm hoping that after my first jury trial in July and before my second jury trial in August, I can just take a long weekend, like maybe a Thursday to a Sunday or a Wednesday to a Saturday, something along those lines. I haven't decided on it yet. It has a lot of factors. One is how the jury trial schedule ends up going. Also, I'm hopeful that my daughter and her baby will be able to come. So we just have to see how he's doing too um, and how she's feeling and all of that. And I'm thinking maybe a trip to the beach or maybe a trip to Flagstaff to get out of the heat. And I've tentatively marked it off my calendar, hoping it's going to be able to do hoping I'll be able to do something, but that's sort of a wait and see thing. So that one, um, I'm, I'm, like I said, just have tentatively scheduled, tentatively thinking about, but having the prospect of trips coming up does make me happy, makes me very happy. My other goal is to get through these two trials. Trials during the summer are difficult. During any time of year when you have a trial that's a week long or over a week long like these trials will be, there's it's never good. The schedule is insane. You leave your house at about 730. You are in court the entire day. In the back of your mind, you know that it's all piling up. The mail's piling up, the emails, the telephone messages, and you can't do a thing about it. You can coach up your staff and they help a lot, but there's a lot of things that they can't answer or can't take care of and it it's just rough. So my goal is to get through these two trials. And during the summer, it's tough because 
it's still beautiful here right now in Arizona. Usually we're like 100-ish or maybe even like 102, which isn't terrible. We haven't reached the dog days of summer, but we've been having weather in the 70s and 80s with the mornings starting off at, at 60 degrees. I actually, on my walk yesterday, had to wear a coat for most of the walk. It It's unbelievable. And I'll take it. I'll take it any day. It's great. My other goals for the summer is to read a lot. For I don't know if other people have this. I feel like they must because in magazines and even with book releases, there is a lot of push for summer reading. And I think a lot of it is, you know, the, the picture of people sitting on their porch or uh, sitting in the sand or sitting on a rotunda somewhere or a cruise ship or wherever you might just kind of be sitting and relaxing and having a book with you. Not your laptop on your lap, but an actual honest-to-goodness book, turning the pages, reading the book. Um, A lot of the summers have summer reading programs and contests, and it just feels like a good time to read. There's more light. Um, I just read a quote an old, old timey quote, and I can't remember who it was from, but it was saying that one of the blessings of the summer was having more light to read by. And I actually hate reading by a lamp. I love reading by natural light. And when the sun goes down, oftentimes I don't feel like reading anymore because the artificial light is just yuck. Another one of my goals is to see lots of movies. A big part of seeing a lot of movies is just a practical aspect of Arizona, getting out of that heat, and I'm sure it is everywhere else, you know, I know everywhere else is, they're going to have humid days and they don't want to be outside running around. Um, But for Arizona, the sun is so intense that movies are a great way to while away the afternoon and sit in the dark and sit in the air conditioning so I want to see lots of movies. During the summer, there's usually a lot of fun movies. I'm I'm hoping to see a lot of them. There's the new Spider-Man coming out. Um, I think a couple, a couple fun horror movies. I generally feel like seeing fun movies. My other goal for the summer is to rise with the sun. I love when there's more sunshine. Um, like I said, Arizona, the sun is so intense. At noon, you're not going to go outside and lay out or lay on the sidewalk. Uh, you can't be out for a few mo- for more than a few moments. But in those early morning hours, and in Arizona, oh gosh, this time of year, it's starting to get light about 4.30 in the morning. And that will continue through July. And it's not going to get dark till maybe 9. So I want to enjoy that sun. Like I said, it's not lying on the sidewalk. It's not lying in a beach chair, having the sun beat on you. But in, if you can get out in the early morning and just enjoy a little bit of that sunlight, it, it's definitely glorious. And I'm going to continue my walks on Saturdays. That gets harder during as the, as the summer progresses. And I have a little bit of a routine for it. I will start walking at 4.30. Sometimes I start walking before the sun even comes up. Um, So that way, by the time I finish my walk, the sun is not too high in the sky. Then I usually jump into the pool 
and then cool down and then take a shower after that. So having that the the summer sun is definitely um, something to appreciate. And I like to be awake when the sun is up. It is especially important to me because when it gets to the winter solstice, when we're talking about November, December, January, I feel like a bear. It's five o'clock and it's dark and I'm ready for bed. So I'm going to enjoy the sun as much as I can. Another one of my goals is to spend time on my porch. I'm going to have to make sure I have the bug spray because the mosquitoes are going to find me. And it's going to have to be early morning because the sun gets too harsh. But that's one of my goals. I want to sit in my patio furniture. Um, I want to have coffee in the morning before I go to work. And if that means getting up an extra hour before I normally would have to, that's what I'm going to do. My other goals for the summer is to enjoy some of the big events that are coming my way. There is a grandchild being born anytime. I can't wait to tell you guys when he's born. And I just want to spend as much time as possible with him. I bought some books this week. <laughs> he's going to be a newborn. I bought some books for him that I put next to my bed. So when he comes and visits his mima, um, I can read him these books that I, I think he will like. My birthday is coming up. I am getting so old. I will be 47 this year and a grandma, either right before or right after my birthday. And I just want to have fun for my birthday. I actually have court on my birthday. When I got the hearing date, I was so bummed. But my, my birthday's on a Monday this year. So I figure I'm having a birthday weekend. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to have a lot of fun. Um, my parents' anniversary comes up in June. Father's Day comes up in June. There's a My daughter who's in dance has a giant recital weekend that ends up being a lot of work, but it, it feels nice when we get done. And so I want to enjoy these events. It's June is a big push for events for us. Um, and then the 4th of July rolls around and then things are quiet for a little bit. I want to enjoy the 4th of July. Uh, July 3rd, everyone comes to my house and we watch the fireworks from my pool. I have a great view of the fireworks from my backyard. That's how I've done it every year. I'm not out in the crowds. I am in the pool, nice and cool. Um, and, you know, I usually order pizza. I don't do a lot of work that day. And it's great. Um, we have July birthdays. My niece, Amber, my daughter, Lily my husband, uh, my nephews in August. So there's a lot of birthdays coming up, but that should be pretty relaxing. So I just want to enjoy these big events that are coming up. All right. So those are my goals for the summer. Oh, I wanted to talk about a couple other things um, regarding stress. I went to a um, conference this week given by ASU that talked a lot about attorney wellness, attorney time management, things that I cover quite a bit in my podcast. And a statistic that I've heard that I've, I've known about, and I may have even talked about on the show before, is that attorneys are second overall in suicides in terms of careers. Dentists are the first. And the levels of substance abuse 
um, can be as much as 50% of all attorneys. It doesn't mean, just to clarify on that statistic and how it's clarified for me, it doesn't mean that every attorney is, you know, a diagnosed alcoholic, but it does mean that lots of attorneys, over 50%, have used alcohol in a way that has been damaging them, damaging to them to cope based on their careers. I um, rarely drink, so that hasn't been an issue for me, but I can definitely see it as an issue where people just want to come home and do something to forget about it. So a book I started reading, and I picked up this book just randomly at the library. At the library, they always have a table of, of new books, and I always scan through them and see if anything catches my eye. And there was one called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, and it's written by a doctor. Coincidentally, the last four weeks at my church, they had a series on anxiety and coping with anxiety. And I found the the book, Burnout, which is not um, religious-based at all. It's scientific-based. And the church program that I attended to be very similar in, in terms of coping. In the book, Burnout, they describe how people go through their stress cycle. So in the past, we have this primitive flight or fight response, which when we are cavemen, if something comes to attack us, we run and we get away from it and the stress cycle is completed. Or if we get killed, we're killed and it's the end of it anyways. But if there's an escape, it's completed. It comes full circle. What happens to humans is they are forever in the cycle and it's never completed. Um, you, you get an email that's upsetting, um, but then you get another email that's upsetting. Um, your mail comes and there's new court hearings. And I'm using, obviously I'm talking about my own career, but for any career that we're talking about, it's going to exist. You get a big bill in the mail that you weren't expecting. Um, the computers break down at the office. There's, it, it's just nonstop. And the cycle never completes. You're just always bumping up against it. You're always in the fight mode. Um, just always continually never completing the cycle. So in the book Burnout, they talk about completing the cycle and what you need to do to it, do for it. And a lot of it, it involves having great family relationships, having love in your life, um, and so that you are getting out of that cycle. When we were talking about anxiety in church, they were using a um, an acronym using CALM, and it was... Um, to celebrate for C, A for ask, L for list, and M for meditate. Even if you are not religious, I would encourage you to go on the CCV app. That's where I go to church and listen to the four sermons on anxiety. Each sermon is about 30 minutes long. And so about two hours and 
it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. So um, see, celebrating, just celebrating. It, they're all kind of the same. Celebrating what's good in your life. A is for asking what you need. L is listing what you're grateful for. And M is for meditating. And the meditating is meditating on what's good. Not the clearing your mind of everything, but taking out the worrisome thoughts and replacing them with what's good. My daughter um, sat with me for the sermon on the list to list what you're grateful for. And I just wanted to share a couple of things that we um, wrote down. We actually, we did the list while the sermon was going on. And, you know, I'd write a couple, I'd hand it to her and she would write a couple. So of course, the, the ones you would imagine, like listing family members, listing friends, and then some more funny ones, like I listed the sons, the Phoenix sons. Um, my daughter listed her room. Um, I listed walks. She listed nice people. Um, we listed good times and happy times and music and Arizona and trips and Disneyland and beach and foot massages and sleep. And she listed Crocs because she really wants some Crocs. So do your best to think about what's good. It really can be a restoration of your mind. I know when I was, when I went to church yesterday, I went to the four o'clock Saturday sermon and I still was coming down from Friday. I felt very, I felt much better after my walk on, on Saturday, but then I had a ton of stuff to do. Like I was running around and getting groceries and running errands and you know, because the, my older kids work during the week, then I, I, I hear from them, hey, mom, what are you doing? Can we do something tonight? Can we have dinner? And not that that's stressful, but it's definitely not downtime. It's doing things. And when I got into church and I, and it was um, a discussion of meditating on what is good, I thought that is the most simple best advice I have ever received because I've tried Eastern meditation, the whole clearing your mind. It doesn't work for me. Not a lick, not a scent because all that rushes in is to-do lists. Um, I have a notepad in my shower, a waterproof notepad to write down my thoughts. My mind's always racing. And to think of a simple thought of replacing it with good thoughts Oh, that's all I had to do. <laughs> and no, it's not easy, you know, because I'm going to continue to have these stressors. It's not like I'm going to have court on Tuesday. I have two hearings on Tuesday that basically butt right against each other and, um, and are different locations. So I have to go from one, fly out the door and go to another one. And the judges don't care and no one cares about your schedule and that's what I'll have to do. But what am I going to do? Dwell on that and and make myself sick inside? No, start to think about the good things that I have a busy schedule. Um, people want me to help them. Um, I, at times I get good results, um, you know, things along those lines. And then plus all the good things of, you know, why I'm doing all this. It's a business to support my family. Um, it's a business where I get to help people. It's a business where if people have problems, 
then um, I may have some sort of solution for them or at least honest advice for them, at least honesty, even if it's something where I have to give them bad news. Um, there are foot massages out there, my all-time favorite things. There's pretty shoes. There's, you know, things that I love out there. Um, and especially my friends and family and clients. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you again for listening for the whole year. I really appreciate it. I can't believe a year has gone by. I remember the weekend that I started the podcast and I literally sat down with three different topics, recorded three different podcasts, posted them on SoundCloud and um, and then Facebook and right away received good results. And also... Um, you know, in that year, because of the amount of content that I had, I have um, was able to get on iTunes, which is exciting to me. Very exciting. Remember, you can find me on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Twitter at Florence Law, Instagram, and Tumblr under Florence Legally Brunette, and my website www.brummerlaw.com. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I'll be back next week with something new to talk about regarding attorney time management and um, attorney wellness. And I just wanted to close with doing a little spot from a friend of the show. Mackey Insurance Group is an independent insurance agency located in Anthem, Arizona. Tim Mackey and his staff represent over 30 of the top insurance carriers in the industry, whether it be auto, home, commercial, Medicare, or life insurance. Mackey Insurance will find you the right coverage at a highly competitive price. Mackey Insurance is a proud member of the Business Network of Anthem since 2005. The business network of Anthem is local names you can trust. Mackey Insurance can be reached at 623-551-3585. Thank you for listening. Signing off. Have a wonderful weekend.